Hello, dear Moonletter family. How's it going out there? How are y'all doing? I just want to acknowledge how the ongoing war in the Ukraine might be affecting you all, how the images, stories, audio, footage that you might be witnessing on the news or on social media, how that might be landing for your nervous systems. And um, it can be quite painful and challenging. There can be feelings of despair, anguish, helplessness. Um, So I just want to hold a little space for that. And it's also worth mentioning that when this happens to black and brown people, when there's ongoing wars and crises unfolding in Africa, North Africa, Southwest Asia, it doesn't play out the same way in our news media. It's, it's treated quite differently. So I just want to acknowledge that and hold some space for that too, how when white people are um, forced to flee when there's war happening in Europe, it's treated differently than when war is happening in other places. And that's not to minimize the tragedy of what is happening in the Ukraine. Um, It is awful. And there's oftentimes a similarly awful situation happening somewhere else in the world, and the news media doesn't treat it with quite as much gravity. And that's just something to, to say aloud. Um, and I'm hoping that the moon letter that I wrote, those words might inspire you and that this meditation that we'll be doing together also might help you navigate this time that there might be feelings of despair, anguish, helplessness, that's a normal, that's a normal response to the images of war and tragedy that we are being bombarded with in the news and in our social media. And I want to just remind you that our practice is here for us to lean into at these times. That's really what it's designed for, (laughs) you know, is to really help us navigate Um, extreme difficulty, challenges, um, uncomfortable feelings, and peace is always the answer. Compassion is always the answer. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong when that is the response. So I'm going to guide us in a meditation where we will be cultivating peace But I also want to say that if you find yourself very restless, if the images and the unfolding crises in Europe is um, making you feel very restless, that walking meditation is a really excellent practice. And as I've said to a few of you that have reached out to me, um, you can imagine yourself walking with those refugees, walking to freedom walking to safety. It's most likely what your family did, what your ancestors did. It is what refugees do. It involves a lot of walking, being a refugee. So you can imagine yourself walking with them and that can help things. Um, But for the rest of us, 
that would prefer to practice in a stationary modality, I'm going to offer this guided meditation where we will be cultivating peace and equanimity because that is the best thing we can do right now. So please make your way into a posture that would be suitable for a stationary form of meditation. And you might want to set yourself up in a way that is very comfortable. Not so comfortable that you get sleepy, but just comfortable enough where you can practice in a way where your body feels supported. You may allow your eyes to close if you're comfortable practicing with your eyes closed. And maybe taking a few breaths and with each exhale, releasing any unnecessary tension. Just letting go whatever you can get, whatever you can let go of with each exhale. Maybe relaxing the muscles of your face, allowing your shoulders to fall a little bit further away from your ears. Relaxing the belly. Wiggling fingers and toes, inviting extremities to relax. Now I would invite you to scan your body just a bit and finding uh, some sensations there that are relatively neutral. So for some of us, the breath might be neutral. Sensations of air moving in and out of the body. For others, it might be the hands or the feet. I feel quite neutral. When you find some place in your body where there's just no preference, that's what we're looking for, is the dropping of preferences. Like, sure, my hands and feet must feel fine. My belly rising and falling. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> 
And usually we, we scan and try to find this neutral place to deepen our concentration, to give the mind a, a stable place to land and settle in. And we'll, we'll do that in a way. But what I'm more interested in you noticing is what it's like for the mind to just be neutral. So what we're noticing with our mindfulness practice is the absence of drama. So it's not like, oh, I love breathing. (laughs) I'm so happy to be connecting with my breath. That's not neutral. Or, you know, my hands and feet feel good. Oh, this is good. I like connecting here. Again, not neutral. There's preference. So what's it like Can we notice the way that we're making contact with the object where it's just simple, it's neutral, it's not pleasant, it's not painful. So what you might notice is how much the mind dislikes this. And it might, you might immediately bounce off. Like you might start to notice neutral and then just get immediately distracted because it's so unfamiliar for the mind to actually land, make contact and sustain contact with something that's neutral. So we can use a little bit of investigation here. So where we kind of take out our magnifying glass, like do a little bit of a laboratory experiment. It's like, oh, this really subtle sensation of inhaling or exhaling, or the subtle sensation of my feet making contact with the ground, my hands in my lap, the way my fingers are touching. And we have to be careful here because often we use investigation to make an experience more pleasant or attractive or interesting. And we need to keep things neutral. So it's really scientific investigation here where we don't have a preference for how it's going to turn out. We don't want the experiment to work out. We're just curious for curiosity's sake, just collecting information. And we keep turning the mind back on itself of, and what is this like to just be neutral? Not pleasant, not unpleasant, not painful, not joyful. 
just even. And as we get distracted, because, well, anything is more interesting than paying attention to something so neutral, we come back, we come back over and over again, this breath, in and out, not exciting, this is just breathing, oh, this sensation, this warm feeling in my fingertips. It's just warm. We can also use sound if you're struggling to stay connected to your body. The sound of the snow melting off my roof and hitting my windowsill. It's pretty neutral. Seasons change, it's what they do. Snow melts. It's like this. Becoming interested and curious in the subtleties of sensation without an agenda, without a preference. This is peace. And you may say that to yourself as you notice this quality of evenness, of equanimity, this absence of drama. And you may note it for the mind to begin to grasp. This is peace. The lack of contention with what's happening. Breathing is like this. Hearing is like this. And beginning again, we start over because we get distracted. And we come back and we start over. And can we even treat that with a level of neutrality? Starting over. Here we go. This is peace.
no agenda, no preferences. This evenness of mind. This is peace. Peace is like this. Sensations come and go, sounds come and go. And I'm still here, present, mindful, equanimous, just resting in the steadiness of mind, resting in peace. And how are we relating to the breath? How are we relating to the sensations in the body? How are we relating to the sounds? Can you notice this tendency of mind to lean in or to pull away? This is the mind having preferences. And we can relax those preferences Just let them go and rest in the neutrality because things change. It's the nature to change. So we don't need to fix the sensation. We don't need to fix the sound. We don't need to change the breath. And just rest, peaceful, non-reactive, We can be with this for now. It'll change, but for now, let's just rest and cultivate peace. Leaning back. Breathing in and out. And when you're ready, we'll begin to invite some gentle movement, wiggling fingers and toes. Because everything changes. (laughs) So now you can run around and fix all those things I was telling you not to fix. But slowly, you know, first just letting the body come back 
Just some movement after a period of stillness. Gently stretching. Letting the eyes open if they've been closed. Gently looking around your space. Just taking in colors and shapes. I just want to end with a just a short little story I was reading in a book the other day about uh, a period of practice that this student was having uh, in Burma, in what's modern day Myanmar. He was sitting there at a um, for a retreat. This gentleman was, and um, with this monastic community, and there was an earthquake, like a small earthquake. And no one moved. They were in a meditation period. And the ground shook. The building shook. His eyes popped open, this gentleman. But the whole monastic community just sat perfectly still. And then, you know, it stopped. It was just a tremor. Like I said, it was a small earthquake. That's the level of peacefulness and neutrality that we are cultivating in our practice. That amount of lack of drama is possible for the mind, for the body, for the nervous system. Now, I'm not telling you, you know, if your house is on fire for you to sit there. (laughs) You know, obviously you do what you need to do to protect yourself. But I'm just sharing this story so you know that it's possible. It's possible to be that non-reactive. To know, I mean, you know, if you if you lived in that area, maybe you grew up with those types of earthquakes or something, right? You'd know like, oh, this isn't such a big deal, or you'd know that this place is pretty solid, I'm going to be okay, it's not a large earthquake, right? There's a lot of conditions and habits of mind in the monastic community there that this gentleman didn't have coming from the U.S., right? Maybe it was his first earthquake, but it's possible, it's possible to be that peaceful despite challenging conditions. So I'm wishing you all well. I hope you enjoy this beautiful full moon and the sign of Virgo. Hope all my Virgo siblings have a happy half birthday. And um, yeah, enjoy the coming of spring. Enjoy the increase in daylight in the Northern Hemisphere. And I'll see y'all around. Take good care of Moonletter family. Wishing you well.